Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jackie and Lori show. You're Lori Kilmartin. And you're Jackie Sue Cation. That's it. Jacqueline Suzanne. Uh, no, it's just... I remember Come on, I want to make you a novelist from the 60s. Right, and, a, and, a, and quite a spicy one, indeed. <laughs> so, how's that for hilarity? Here we are. We're in a weird... We're in a second. We're in a second location. We <laughs> There's an active shooter, and we're in a second location. <laughs> Never go. <laughs> we, um, we couldn't... I, I uh, have a little bit of road work and weekend stuff, and you always do. So we couldn't we couldn't hook up at Nerd uh, Melt. Meltdown. Yeah. So um so, so we're doing it at your house. We're doing it at my house with the Dork Force set up around the Dork Force. Yeah, we're around the card table of I of, like of it. Doom. It's we're nice. A, we're in a very it's, pretty red room. It's very it's beautiful. It's all we've ever done. We've lived here <laughs> far too long for us to have never done anything to this house. You have a nice house and it's cozy. Does it remind you it of your grandmother? Like happy people live here. You know what? It's as it's as, as much as anyone can ask, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Let's go with that then. It is. It is. Uh, it reminds me of my grandmother's house because it's tiny, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember. And I think to myself, well, eventually I will be eighty-five years old, and I'm going to want to live in nine hundred and sixty-six square feet. <laughs> That's plenty <laughs> on one floor. Yeah, I, it's hey, going to be fine. Mine is uh, about forty square feet bigger. I think I'm at a thousand. Yep, one floor. Um, it's not a happy house. Oh, you have had a recent addition. Yeah, you're back. My. The family's uh, back together, Lori Kilmartin. Yeah. You're getting the band <laughs> the back Oscars together. Are back. <laughs> I drove my mom down this weekend. I went up to the Bay Area and uh, I did do spots while I was. Yeah, of course you did. Where did you do spots? At the punchline. Oh, you just picked up a couple of spots. Yeah, they were doing because sure. it's Super Bowl weekend, so they were doing comedy all stars. Okay. Know, because what's the point of bringing somebody in? Right. It's going to be full. of It's going to be anyway. light or or full, yeah. and you can't. Either call way, it. Yeah. yeah. Either way, no one's going to help. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so I snuck on. On both shows on Saturday night. Nice which is work. Cool. That yeah. is. I love the punchline. I haven't been there in a long time. And it was, it's one of the clubs I started at, you know, yeah. in the late 80s. Has it always been there? Yeah. And it's always been the same setup. It's always been on the on the roof of a building in the Embarcadero. You it can take looks, Bart to it. It looks exactly. It looks it's, like the future of the Planet of the Apes should yeah, be shot be, there. <laughs> behind, so weird. behind you is uh, the city of San Francisco, uh, you know, like a spread a out or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not a mural. It's like cut out. Oh, on the stage. Yeah. Behind oh, you yeah. on the stage. And it's kind of like a pink room and it's it's like a low, low light pink room. It's got room. the real nice dank. It's yes. got the good feel of a good comedy Yeah. Clubs. Even though you're going up, it feels like you're under. Right. right? It feels like you're in the basement of a, of, of a, of a dive bar. Yeah. Which is all I've ever wanted in a stand-up comedy club. <laughs> it's you know those ones that really, are super fancy. Yeah, yeah. the time, improvs are always super fancy. It's too much, and, I and a high the ceiling. High and, ceiling. No, it's always an error. Keep it low. Keep it low. Tall people should hit their heads on the top of a comedy club. <laughs> one time, one of the best shows I've ever had in my life. I was in England. I was working in England for this guy that still owes me money, John Keyes. Yeah. Why don't you be- send that off, John Keyes? <laughs> this would be like the mid-90s, I think, or late 90s. Interest rate on that, at least 6%. <laughs> Let's do this. And um, I did some 
some place, I think it was a town called Astor with a an English comic named Charmian Hughes. Okay. And it was like a jazz club and they were doing comedy this one night and you walked in and it was like, not only were the ceilings low, this is like <laughs> an old, old building, an old oh, like town. like from old timey The times? ceiling was like uneven, you know, like it was the way the building was collapsing a little bit. Oh, that's per- that's perfect. And it was probably the youngest building in the entire town. <laughs> and, and people were fucking smashed in there and yeah. it was so fun. Yeah, I just, that's where I comedy have such a great happen. memory of that. That's yeah. where comedy should happen. It should happen uh, where it looks like you could all die. You could all die. It should be a complete fire hazard. It's just a giant <laughs> fire hazard. It should be. It really, the, yeah. where I started in Madison was at the, uh, underneath, oh my God, it was called the Comedy Cellar on State yeah. Street in 84, and it was underneath a pool hall that was called, wait for it, the State Street Infirmary. Infirmary, it was a Coke front and a pool hall, and it uh, was one, and get yeah. this, they had pool sticks that, the, the floors had, had knot holes in them, and so when people would play pool, they would put their pool sticks in the knot holes and go bam, 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 bam. And on you could hear it oh on top of the comedy club. It was one of the dumbest. I lost, I mean, I lost my temper one time and yeah. I, I ran up the back stairs and grabbed a pool cue from a, from a, a biker dude and just, I held it like a, like a, like a weird Robin Hoodie stick and I was like, don't fucking do... I mean, I, I literally, like, swore... I was like, don't fucking you, do it. And right behind me, Bill Kinnison, Sam Kinnison's brother. Wow. No, no, Jackie. No, please do not take on the giant. Was Bill Kinnison there as a as he's, a comic, or was he playing pool? Oh, okay. He owned I the see. club. Sam Kinnison's brother. Did you... That, I, I was thinking about Sam Kinnison, because, um, like, I get Why? him now. Yeah. <laughs> but I hated him when he was famous. Oh, you know, you? And I never met him or anything, but I was okay. like... I was like, this guy is so unattractive... And he should be thanking God he's getting these women. Like it was always like, oh, because he was. He, he always had models all over him, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you pissed about? You are awful. Yeah. And women still like you. Why are you angry? Like I didn't. I didn't understand human pain <laughs> because I was very separated from my own feelings. Right. But right. now, like I sometimes when I'm just being driven insane, I think of that. Oh, oh, oh! And I'm like, that is the only thing that resonates with me is that scream he did yeah like i get it i don't get it for the same reasons he he did it you know but i loved him and they were like he is a genius and this is happening the really the best bit of his was that ethiopian bit yeah which was also bob goldthwaite's oh did bobcat have a yeah almost very i think they had a uh, they had a falling out a little bit accused him of stealing it i think oh i don't know but Bob Goldthwaite, I've met him once. I don't really know him, but he was yeah. like a little bit ahead of me in San Francisco. So okay. I have to side with Bobcat because it's a San Francisco. Thing. He's also still alive. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. he should he should get the gig. He should get the set. No. And That's not a brave move on my part is what you're saying. I gotcha. <laughs> Do you have a cold? I thought I was a hero. <clears throat> I possibly or right because you have a the Zika virus. I'm oh, not Zika. sure. Is your brain is your head going to become smaller? <laughs> I hope. How so. cruel could head. that be? That isn't right. Oh, but, uh, that is the worst. It seems super sad. It makes me it's, really sad. But I will say this about about I I watched. Uh, it was him, Carla Bo, who still would do in stand. Oh yeah, I worked yeah. with him many times in um, yeah. in Vegas at the MGM. How about Freddie Asparagus? You ever meet no. that guy? Uh-uh. He was their he was their buddy. He was they were all in 1984. I don't think I'm I'm talking out of school here, Carl Lebeau, if you're listening. Uh 
they were they were doing some cocaine. And <laughs> I would love him to object to this characterization of him. Please, I don't, I, 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 I don't mean to blow I the roof to be off sued of the eighties. I Carl about <laughs> yeah. saying you might have done coke in the eighties. But I saw Kinison up on stage, and because it was right before he became a big deal, yeah. right, and so nobody knew who the hell he was. But Bill loved him, and he had, and what it was is. Is Bill was like, hey, I'm opening a club. This is supposedly right in the boom, right? Did, was did Bill come to comedy before his brother did? Did no. he own a club before Sam? Was no, a no, no, oh, no. Okay. But, but uh, Sam did stand up. They both lived here. They were both from initially Peoria, Illinois. Right. And um, he got Sam to come. Isn't and that did, where Pryor's from too? No, he's from Rockford or or somewhere close to that. It's oh, like associating with Peoria. I don't know why. Or Beloit? No, he's he's not from Beloit. That's in Wisconsin. He might be. It's it's in it's some in, comic is screaming at us right now. In yeah, <laughs> you fucking bitches! How can you not know where Pryor is from? <laughs> well, because we don't give a shit. It's racism. No, I have no idea why. But it was. Um, but he like somebody sent up a fold of some paper that had some white powder in it. And it fell all over the grossest carpet ever. Yeah. And uh, Kinnison genuinely said out loud, he said, you know, if I thought that was really Coke, I would be on my hands and knees just <laughs> sniffing the grossest, which you know that every comic has sweat on. And I know that my brother got this carpet for free from somewhere. <laughs> so uh, it was like, so, but I only met, I met Kinnison twice. There was no way, like if he were still alive, he couldn't pick me out of a lineup. Yeah. I'm sure Carl LeBeau couldn't pick me out of a lineup. Um, Carl, would, he could pick us out of lineups, I think. Well, he might know who we are because of stand-up now. Yeah. But nobody else does. Right. <laughs> We're well-kept secrets. You know, speaking of horrible carpet yeah. uh, that should be burnt, the, <laughs> I, we, I was shutting down. I was helping my mom. My sister and I were shut down the house. You okay. Know? It's, it's, I'm in a terrible mood, and I hope it's not going to come across. No. So far, or you've laughed at least three times, and that's been a beautiful <laughs> But thing. I've also wanted to stab the table four times. <laughs> Please um, don't. It's the only card table I have. <laughs> So we we don't like we I just spent the whole weekend sobbing and you know just, just like sort of pulling we're, we're, we're like all right we're gonna leave this here and then you know it goes to Salvation Army like right. this memory goes to the thrift right, store right. this one comes to my house where I will force my son to go through this in thirty five years right you know it's so hard to pick stuff and yeah and that it's just like this wild need to like recreate my father with his things at yeah. my house so i can have like a little part like of a him. shrine or something at yes, your own house yes i would be a great japanese person because <laughs> i i actually do i will have a shinto-esque get, temple shrine to they're my getting parents. taller every year so it's all working the out. japanese You're, people yeah, the japanese are because <laughs> so, they're eating better remember they used to be really short during i did the world war ii we aren't that old anyway, oh man so sorry. yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I'm just in a bad mood. And then that compounding that is uh, my mother's now living with me. And how, how, do, how was your sister about the whole thing? Oh, great. It, guess what? She, Cause she handed her the mother <laughs> off to me. She couldn't be fucking happier. That bitch in Portland enjoying her rain and her greenery while I live among succulents with my mother. <laughs> Awful. And it's, it's a, it's a house that's like not much bigger than yours right it's not a big house and there are, now and there's three of you there's three of us and you know it's does just everyone that non- have their own room at least yes we okay. do but my my kid's room I, I just have to like set shit up so he's sleeping with me and okay yeah it's 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 i have no i have no privacy i have no place to get away now right except uh now wait there's a toilet in the garage and i wait, didn't you set up your garage i to did be sort of drywall the, the garage yeah and so uh so if i want to be alone i can go out 
into my white garage. <laughs> right. Which is now blessedly painted. I feel like I'm and turning... there's a toilet there. Yes. I'm turning into um, Kevin Spacey in that... What was that movie? Fallout? No, no, no. Where he was <laughs> lifting weights and the dude, the other guy was watching him from above... He was lifting weights in his garage. It's with uh, Annette Benning. He's he was in Rear Window. It's the rose petals. I'm so sorry. No, oh, oh it, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey. No, I know. No, you know what a, I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. With the Todd plastic, Hanks directed it, the, right? Yeah, it, somebody's yelling at their iPod right now because it was a plastic bag and it was supposed yeah. to be artistic. Yes. Yeah. No, we both know. Ah, fuck. I don't think that's it either. Oh, that might not be it. No. You know what I watched this weekend? What <laughs> I watched episode six of The Expanse on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Anyway, it was really great. Anyway, so that's the last thing I watched. You know, I just tuned out of the conversation. <laughs> right, right, you checked out when we went to sci-fi. Yeah. No, <laughs> so when you said sci, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> really, you're surrounded by a lot of really I, great artifacts. This room is this room uh, has it's got difficult a lot of, for me. There's a lot of art going on. A lot, a lot of cartoony, <laughs> problematic. cartoony art. It's yeah. problematic. <laughs> um, you want to see my sword before you go? Anyway, no. moving on. Okay. There's my bone I think it'll make you happy if I see your sword, but I really don't want to see it. Just look and look at my bone you're arrow. You're going to make me turn my neck? Just turn your neck and look at my bow and arrow and my quiver. How cool That's is that cool. quiver? You know what that, qu- cool. that quiver was a prop on the Xena, the Warrior Princess TV show. That's great. Andy got it for me. It's real nice. I feel like I'm not happy <laughs> enough for you. <laughs> I think you're really doing a great job with it. So let's talk more about comedy. But you're just like you the love. tenth person to tell me to do something today. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm so sorry. Turn around. Look at this. Hey, will you taste this? Does this taste like it has Mom, flax? Mom, look at my hand. It? Look at my hand. Look at my hand. Have you ever heard Bill Dwyer's talk a bit about how? His kid is always like, hey, mom, look at my dad. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. And then he he's so you send your kid away. That's yeah. what you do because your kid never shuts up. Right. And he comes back 20 years and you're, you regret it because he looks so peaceful and serene. And he's a man. And he says, hello, father. Look at my hand. And then you're screwed. So uh, it's a long, Wait, it's an awesome, it. well, there's, that's because I'm doing it wrong. Bill Dwyer, one L, uh, BillDwyer.com. We got to cut that out. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do, we can't paraphrase long bits. Why not? And Because I, people, now people will seek out Bill Dwyer. Or they won't. Oh, I think they'll. <laughs> Email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. <laughs> <laughs> so talk um, to me briefly do you want to do our recommendation yes comedy recommendation let's do lady? our recommendation i picked aaron jackson i love aaron jackson who she's doesn't really love aaron funny. jackson she's super funny she is uh, originally from dc lives in new york it's probably aaronjacksoncomedy.com we yep. don't have enough information yeah but um, we give you the very bare bones whether it's someone's closing <laughs> bit <laughs> And we'll we'll take out all the the words you need to get the joke. We'll give you that, or we'll give you what we think their website might be. <laughs> right. But you so, and I don't have internet, so it's not like we could look it up ahead of time. No, I don't have I don't have access to. You know, my dad actually pointed at my iPad and said, Do you, "Are you keeping the internet? Is the internet on there?" He pointed what? at my iPad and said, "Is the internet on there?" Now imagine if you had that every day for the rest of your life. That's where that's what I am. My right, mom. That's where you're at. My mom thought Carolina was playing the Panthers. <laughs> we're 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 driving down. I, I want to hear. I don't want to hear the Super Bowl, but I've got to write jokes about it the next day. Okay, so there we're you go. driving. And she can't hear a fucking thing I say. Everything I say, what, what? And I have to repeat it. And by the third time, I'm shouting it and I'm angry, which yeah. I guess that's a progression for everybody when they're right. required when to repeat something. <laughs> right. They mumble to themselves. <laughs> so she can't hear anything I say, but I turn the game up oh. enough so I can hear it. Can you turn that down? How oh. is that? How? No. Why? 
I gotta watch the, and then I'm yelling at her that I gotta I gotta listen to this for comedy and, and I'm like I'm for yelling work, I gotta, about jokes I'm gonna it's, that you may or may not be able to write this one is day the worst idea that I've ever had to live with your mom yeah and I thought I you know it, it, I'm so dis I'm so disoriented right now I, I'm like because she won't it's only go been back one day but there's the, nowhere for her every, to go back every other time she's visited me I'm like well that's okay 29 more days like I count it off in my head right and now there's no there's no end get, date I don't get why unless said, God tells me when she's gonna die <laughs> why did you say yes because, because you're related somebody had to I get it. I get it. What? And I need and- childcare. <laughs> but that's the other thing. I I have a great babysitter. Like, yeah. Like my mom can't do any of the stuff with the homework or anything. But she yeah. can be there. But her only job, like right now when I'm doing this podcast, right, this is, is to is leave be- my son out of the house if there's a fire. Right. <laughs> like that's your only gig as the babysitter now. When, right. What she's doing. My actual babysitter does a ton of work and she, I couldn't live without her. And I got home and she kind of had like a dull look in her eye and I'm like, oh no, my mom has been at her. I can't lose my sitter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, why am I having this conversation? Tell me what it's like to be a comic. Anyway, here's, I'm going to give you some hope. Your mom's going to be around. You can do sets every night. Maybe. There you go. Glass half full, Laurie Kilmartin. Glass half know. full. There we go. Have you written any new jokes for the, for the stand? What, what were your sets oh, like you at know the punchline? Here's the thing. I don't, I'm a little disturbed. I don't know what to do. Okay, so I have this one joke where I have a couple different iterations of it. The sure. first iteration only works in Burbank and Glendale because, <laughs> as you can guess, it makes fun of Armenians. Ah, Sadly, my people. My word people. is not out about your people across no. the country. I used to do a bit where I would talk about being Armenian 3,700 years ago, and yeah. I would have to say, it's not a Baltic swordfish. <laughs> and then I'd go into it. So what, yeah. So, all right. So so that one, every time I do it here, I'm like, I'm just fucking, it's, it's a local laugh. I'm wasting my time. But you know what? It's a laugh. I just don't want to. You don't want to get dependent on something you can't take out of. Yeah, two right. cities. Like right, if right. I go you, south of Glen Oaks, I'm screwed. Right, it's a street in Burbank. We will keep moving. Yeah, we'll keep moving. We'll, <laughs> the march goes on. Yeah, we're breeding at all times. At all t- <laughs> you're, there's Armenians in Van Nuys now. Did you know that? No, but there's no comedy club in Van Nuys I can work at. Oh, let let me tell you something. Uh, I Papa K Rico, which is our local chicken place. Yeah, has a nice <laughs> little place in between two ferns and right by the grill. It looks perfect. Every time we eat there, I think to myself, why isn't there a... One day we'll open a club. It, it'll come to And that. then there's the, the Holy City Zoo. They have an open mic on Sundays and Wait, Wednesdays. Wait, there's a place called the Holy City Zoo down here? Nope. That's that's the place that... Uh, I was... Then I was going to be angry. Right. That's like the Holy... That's like... <laughs> that's the that's, Holy Grail. Yes. And that's, in San Francisco. Um, it's actually just called the Zoo, I think. Oh, and Liquid Zoo, right? Liquid Zoo. And it's a, it's a shit bar that uh, has open mic at least twice a week. Yeah. And uh, but the liquid zoo, it doesn't it sound like a place you know to what? give up? I'm doesn't not going like a to great... a bar so I can do an Armenian joke. <laughs> I'm just going to let that joke go. Okay, you can do that. You can do that. So you've so, tried right, a different so I had iteration. That iteration. Did you try? Which it is in San a waste Francisco? of time. I've tried it. So then I have another version of it where it goes into September 11th, 9/11. Fantastic. And right? it look it kills with the right people. <laughs> But it, I, I actually have to hand pick the audience and invite them to the show, but then they love it. But, the, you know, it's almost oh like every time I'm like, all right, I'm going to lose 50 to 60% of the audience. 
do I want to put in the physical effort of getting them back? So I'm going to have to get really physical on the next bit to like you make do up some for mugging. Yes. Just do a little- oh, a lot of mugging and act outs and <laughs> sure. jumping. Yeah. As, as I go along in comedy, I have no problem with doing some facial. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board with some mugging. <laughs> do I want to burn the calories necessary <laughs> to repair it? Like it's, do I, do I want to damage myself and then do the work to heal myself? I used and to that's be an what artist, this 9-11 bit. And be. I refused to, to do any sort of movement. I was yeah. an artist, man. You were listening to the words. Yeah. I was a, I was a crafter. Anyway, now I'm willing to uh, shuck, jive, step and fetch it. I could give a I, good goddamn. I like, to end, I like to have a good set. I don't want yeah. to deliberately tank. And no. I, and, I, and if something's not working or if it's only working with like the perimeter of the room, you know right. what I mean? Like the, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. the Back cultured the people, or- the comics, that class, which is who, that's who you really want to respect you. <laughs> right. But you do have to, the people that are in the audience that paid that third row out center for their first day first yeah. time they've ever seen stand up yes you wa- i desperately want those people to laugh yeah me too i want them to leave going oh i saw comedy it was great yeah and that yeah you have to entertain those people and then you have the people that have heard every fucking premise so unless oh, you yeah. mention september 11th they're not interested they're like that's right. your starting point is 9 11 right. and then you and then you have then to, you go somehow. to zika baby heads <laughs> right next what happens do i have tomorrow's newspaper because you have to be <laughs> that cutting edge <laughs> and then and then i i thought of a version of the 9-11 joke where it's it's much softer sell and it still gets the point across that okay. i want to but you know it's, but that just pulls the teeth out of it and you're like why do i gotta dumb it down yeah. for you people then I'm like, I could do that one on TV, probably. Okay. If I shape, if I spent some time on it, I get into ship shape. I could do that in a TV set. Yep. Probably can't do the 9/11 thing in a TV set. Nobody wants to. Hear and it's it. <laughs> it's either or, correct. like it's they're kind of the same joke. It's the same structure. So I got to pick sure. one and go for it. But, sure. You know. <sighs> it's just compromises and. Yes, that's what life is sometimes. Yeah. It's disappointing, I know. I know it's disappointing. But uh, I have to say, I wrote uh, a new sex joke that I was pretty proud of. Only a punchline, though. Only yeah. a punchline, no setup. You don't need a setup for it? I think I need a setup for it, don't you think? All In I've all my it- years of comedy, and I'm, yeah. I would love to be proven wrong, but you do need a setup for a punchline. Right. I can't just go on and just... And he, I'm just gonna blow. I'm I, I'm gonna blow it. What the heck? I don't care because I don't. I, I don't. I have six sex jokes, right? What do I care if I if I if I now have That's five? Not, do they each? Are they each like thirty second jokes? Yeah, or? they're not very long. They're not that's great. Very. That's minimal. That it's super. I think it's super. For light. a headliner, that's not much. Right. I have like, that. The fact I, that you do that much without talking about sex is like astonishing. I have that weird that I used to close. Only second show Fridays on something that's on my on, on so album. many bits like that. Right, second show Friday, I'll do the old man bit, and then I stuck it on an album, and I'm like, oh good, I don't have to do that fucking bit ever again. Which is, oh, how is that almost, how that worked out? Well, it's how I almost slept with an old man. Oh my and god! So it was, uh, but I didn't. I because uh, he get this very powerful. He came when I put my hand on his leg. <laughs> Too much info. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> right, it's a lot of info, but I mean, but the, but that's where the joke goes, and it's right. clearly one of. The, I think it might be the dirtiest thing that I ever talk. I mean, it's certainly the most graphic thing that I talk yeah, about. I, I guess if you say "come," it becomes officially dirty. Pretty right? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to say ejaculated. 
Is that too clinical? It Maybe felt a little. Clinical. It felt a little clinical. Yeah. Because I also because I do a joke that never gets as big of a laugh. You know how like you've written something super smart. Yeah. And I refer to his penis as the little soldier from the big war. I think is what <laughs> I call it, or the little veteran of the big war. That's okay. it. Which uh, that's just good writing. Yeah, I like that. That ought to. I should be carried off stage. There should be a standing ovation (laughs) and people going, "Oh my god, that's really funny." Anyway, uh, nothing. I usually just get a, "Oh, that is funny," which is exactly what you did. It's also such a. (laughs) It's easy. No, No, I get why it is. No, no, no. It's it's such an interesting visual. It's almost like a little short story. Like I, (laughs) no, nice. It's a little veteran from the big war. Yeah, I mean, I it remind. It's a. It gives you some backstory. Is this a World bit. War One? That's the Great War. That's the Great War. The big war. How was old World was war this guy? I was twenty three. He was seventy six, seventy seven, maybe. Oh, so he's World War Two veteran. I was thinking World War Two mm-hmm. vet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it tells a sad tale. <laughs> that I do. I really do. It reminds me. The of whole thing is a baby sad shoes tale. never worn or something. You know, oh, that it's like Christmas a, song. What, no, that uh, Hemingway. Uh, for sale, baby shoes never worn. Oh, and it's is... it's like the six word story. I think that's it exactly. Where it, it's the most heartbreaking. That feels six word story. That feels like yeah. that's what that's what little veteran of the, of the big, big war, war feels like to me. Well, and it's it like is a, a Hemingway's treatment of of a, a penis that served. <laughs> And has now been retired right. and is fighting it for... It didn't its, see any action. Fighting for, <laughs> fighting for benefits. <laughs> it's, it's been to the VA a couple of times. It's yeah. just not getting through the paperwork. Donald Trump is fighting for its and survival. It's, I have to say that... Um, well, it was... Because the guy literally, it was... it was He started hitting on me at like 2, 3 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning. He Wait. was driving me back to... How did you get in a, an old man's car? Right, right. That's. I mean, I was psyched that he didn't find a lime pit and throw throw me into it. But wait, no, no, no. That doesn't answer my question. How, oh, because we hitchhiking? were drinking. No, no, we were just drinking all you were night. Just drinking with an old guy. I was drinking with an old guy since three p.m. that afternoon. Okay. And then all, and we had gone to a second location. Every detail that you think <laughs> finishes the story only adds to the backstory you need to know. I Why were you in a bar at Sunday, three p.m. With 3 an old PM hanging out in Milwaukee when I was 23 years old, I decided to go look for a video game and a beer. And then all of a sudden it was 11 Hold o'clock. On. <laughs> Wait a minute. Again. <laughs> what? Remember? 1920 uh, in 23. Look for it was a game. video game. Right. I just wanted, I was looking for an upright, you know, just wanted to play a video game and, and a beer in Milwaukee in okay. like 1989 or okay. whatever it was. And whatever I was 23, do the math mm-hmm. people. I'm old. And, but I, so I was living with my sister and so I walk to, and I just walking around the neighborhood. I just moved in with her. She no doubt as pleased as you were to have your mother. And I <laughs> am like, so I fuck off. I like, I'm like, I'm gonna leave my sister and her girlfriend to have a, their house. So that's where you and my mother differ. Is my mom <laughs> can't walk down steps without reminding me she needs a ramp. Exactly. She I have could... to fucking alter my house. I have to put ramps everywhere. There's handles. There's security <laughs> rails everywhere and well, every that's doorway. Good. You don't want her falling out. You I, don't want her falling I'm gonna down. push her. <laughs> you are not anyway. Richard Widmark, that lady. Oh, and so anyway, so I go, I find a bar. It's three o'clock. I start drinking. All of a sudden, it's eleven o'clock. I'm friends with the career drunks at the bar, and one of them says, "Hey, do you want to go to a different bar and keep drinking?" And it was the old guy. Don't go to a second location with I a think. stranger. <laughs> and now we've so learned. I, I get into his Cadillac. Right, Cadillac excitement. Mm-hmm. We drive to another bar. Now I have no idea. By the way, I'm hammered. I have no idea where I am in Milwaukee. Wow. Uh, that would I, terrify me. Well, I wasn't very bright. 
I was yeah. just, I just wanted to keep drinking. So you put yourself in a bad situation. Well, so we drink until about two. Yeah. And the that's bar time, two or three. I forget yeah. what it was. We get in the, his car. He's going to drive me back to my sister's house. And he starts hitting on me. And I, and I'm like, oh, old guy hitting on me. That's gross. And then he starts telling me the sad story of, oh, it's been a long time. And I'm, my wife died it's many been years. since France, 1944. <laughs> Since you liberated a village. That's how long it's been. You know, I took the beaches in Normandy. <laughs> You're not going to give me back. You're not going to give back. Support the troops, man. Anyway, no, he did not. It was pre-support the troops. Anyway, whatever. So I put my hand on his leg. and Because and, I cause I genuinely... And so he, he came while he was driving you? No, we were sitting in the car and he started talking to me and started telling me how sad he was. And yeah. I genuinely, drunkenly, I remember thinking to myself, well, I could fuck him. It wouldn't kill me. You know, that's <laughs> sweet of you. It I, is. I think it is sweet Maybe, of me. Now I'm t- I have a different point of view now. Maybe all women should take... Take one for the team? <laughs> no. Just take... Uh, yeah. Hook up with an old vet, you know? <laughs> There's some Korean well, War vets out there that have, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And no, you don't have to. You don't have to do what I did. Learn from what. <laughs> but you I'll didn't t- have to do I didn't, much. I, didn't, I, never t- I never touched the little veteran of the big war. And... Because he came, but here's the thing. You never I, touched his bullets? No, I never did touch his bullets. You, you didn't and take any gunfire? There's, there's The horrible story about this story is that the story doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. He had to go home and change his pants. Oh, my God. So we drove to his apartment. This is when you needed Uber. This is when I needed Uber. Because here's what happened. We get up to his apartment. You and, don't want to wait in the car? Oh, I... I, I would I like to so, go back to the time and be your mother in this situation. I'm 12 hours later. Right. I've been drinking for 12 hours, mm-hmm. nonstop. We get up to his apartment. He has no booze anywhere. I have a problem with alcohol. <laughs> and so right. I, that's where the deal is broken. I'm like, oh, you don't have any booze? I went up to his apartment hoping you would have more booze. That's and it. so guess what happened? While he was changing his pants, I walked out into the fucking night. Into Milwaukee. No idea where I was. Wow. Guess what happened that night? What? I had sex with a Somali grad student. Hi. All right. High five. <laughs> high five. Why? Why high five? That's an amazing I story. I did live. You lived. Yeah. First of all, you lived, but you had. Yeah. You may. You may. Listen, the different cultures you touched to, <laughs> in one night. Is you, right. A, that a, guy a could veteran. have been a boy soldier. We don't know. Yeah. You, you went an old veteran and then a man who fought in a probably a different war. His, For Skittles and, and, and watching Taxi Driver over You're and an over amazing again. American woman. Well, I'm an American. Let's go with that. <laughs> it's, we were talking about, um, last episode, we were talking about sleeping with comics. Right. And... I one time I haven't done much of it. I uh, me neither. Two. Two. One two. I don't want to count. <laughs> now <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that means more than two. <laughs> but I have I did, to say oh, sorry, I didn't know I was on a math show when we all gotta bring our numbers out. Sorry. <laughs> but my favorite thing is I hadn't had sex in so fucking long that when I had sex with this guy, I was featuring mm-hmm. for him and I had sex with him. It's the dumbest thing in the world. So I call my friend. Who it is all depends who the comic is. I, t- I texted you one of my comics. You know, agree that was a great choice. That's right? a good choice. Thank That's you. a good choice. Very handsome. Very, very funny. Okay. It's all working. Enough. Out. Enough. Stop. Uh, right. And it was Bill. C- no, I'm sorry. What? Cosby. It was Bill Cosby. <laughs> 
It got dark, you guys. I, I went dark. I went dark. No, but hilariously, I, just a friend of mine, not a comic, not mm-hmm. a comic at all. And I was so psyched that I had gotten laid that she was like, hey, did you have safe sex? And I wasted a perfectly good joke on her because I said, there's nothing safer than a guitar comic. <laughs> See, you laugh. <laughs> I, w- I can't even remember the guy's name. I never slept with a prop guy. Wow. I don't mean to one up well, you. Yeah, exactly. In Why you home. gotta in my own home? You gotta throw down and tell me that I chose oh, poorly. All mine were actually really good joke writers. Uh, let me tell you, uh, it's easily established, easily established <laughs> that I've chosen poorly with the gentleman that I've slept with in my life. Uh, let me say this: uh, the last guy, I'm a, it's a keeper. Andy Ashcraft, good egg. Totally not yeah. a comic. But... Not a comic. Also, an excellent choice. This guy on OKCupid, okay like he went. <laughs> He's like, do you want to chat? And then when I, this is yeah. Friday, and then I brought my mother home and I <laughs> haven't responded to him. I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I can't talk I don't to anyone talk to, to say someone. I can't tell you how my life is. Hey, how's your weekend? That's always the Friday chat, like Aww. a guy will pop up. Which I is a valid question. I can't but tell you. don't you. have the right answer. You don't have a good answer for that, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about my username yeah. should be we always have to fuck at your house. <laughs> I'm going to change my username. Uh, it's just insanity. But do, my mom told me because I was like, Mom, I'm never going to have a boyfriend now. She goes, what? I'll be in my room and I'll have my headphones on so I won't hear you at all. Wow. That's great. Uh, mom, I'm thinking of putting a hanger on the door. If you could put your headphones on when I have a hanger on the door. Jesus. <laughs> I'm glad you're talking about it with her. I wish my mom had put her. a hanger in her vagina when she's pregnant with me, because then I wouldn't be having this problem. No. Oh, my Bill Cosby joke a little dark, Bringing but that. a guy into a house with a 78... They, I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of veteran you are. You're not maintaining an erection. No, no, no. The fact that you have three generations in your house, yes. that's gonna, that makes... I'm drier than and the only, desert. I cannot tell you how... Unattract- so am I, but that's because I'm in a... Bo- no, I'm actually not. I'm very healthy guys. Why, why would I even advertise that? Right. It's all happening as it's supposed to. It, everything, it's all... Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like a comic anymore. I just feel like a person that takes care of things, you well, know? That's, well, that's because you're... That's where you're at. So, but the thing... Because you are that person, right? But you're also doing stand-up. So I think there's comedy gold here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one day. One day. Time plus tragedy. <laughs> I hate that fucking algorithm or whatever that is. I don't think it's an algorithm. It's not big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just Time plus did you see next special? Not on purpose. No. Thank you. you don't like him? No, I don't know him. Oh. I've fun- met, I've it's funny. Him. I like, I like, I, I don't, like but I don't, I don't watch televised comedy very much. I hardly do either. Because it's, uh, I see so much live comedy. I'm like, no, I get it. You're I gonna know. tell some jokes, <laughs> and I and I and it's not that I don't like Jezelnik. I think yeah. that Jezelnik is a great writer. Yeah, uh, but I think what was the? Oh, I had like a bunch of comments about the Jezelnik that I like. I wanted somebody else to be Jezelnik. What do you mean? You know, like somebody like, not handsome. No, no, he's very handsome. That's right? what I mean. He's yeah. handsome. Did you want somebody not handsome to have to that be... dark writing style? Oh no, I think it like was it's too much goodness. It was too. Sometimes I do think that. Have you? Did you? Have we talked about this? About about my theory about why there are young, good-looking, uh, funny people? No, it's because of Adderall. It's because of Prozac and Adderall. Did we talk? Did about we talk that? about it on when we've released? That might be an early discussion. Oh, that might have been an early one. Whatever. But I think that that uh, all of the youth 
today have mm-hmm. been raised, have been junked up since they were like eight or nine. And then they turn 18, 19, start smoking pot and drinking booze, and they mix it with their psych meds, and they genuinely go mad. And then they write awesome comedy. And it's, uh, it's, and, but they all have dental. I can't compete with that. No, 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 I can't compete with it either. Are you kidding me? It's, uh, yeah. Uh, all I can, all I can do is. I feel like Hillary Clinton standing. now. I just oh. feel, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> did you see my tweet today? Yeah, I did. I, yeah. I responded to your tweet oh, about good. Hillary. You said. I said something about, um, cause there's so many people that are defending her and I want, People to A, stop helping, and I want people to stop questioning whether she's qualified. Because I, it was, it's like what we were talking about last, last episode, because mm-hmm. we've both been, we featured for way much longer right. than we needed to feature. Right. And that's exactly what she's been doing. And for anyone to ask themselves, is Hillary Clinton qualified? I just want to go, yeah, she's got 45. It's going to be fine. It's almost like, you know, some female comics a long time ago started being the girl. They first they they didn't start comedy by themselves. They were a girlfriend of a comic. Oh right, right. And that's kind of how they got in. And maybe they would be the the MC while their male headliner boyfriend was on the road and stuff right. like that. And and you kind of took them less seriously than the ones who started writing comedy by themselves. Yeah, they 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 got they got really it, it psyched out it's a lot of women. Fair. It isn't fair. Because some people aren't, you know, especially back then, you just weren't in a place. Some people were not able to physically go, I have something to say and I'm going to say it. So right. they almost have to watch, like, they have to go in with their boyfriend and kind of be in a, you know, does that make sense? It I, totally I, feel, makes, I don't want to accidentally it's so, slam right. I don't want to slam anyone and it's completely... This is a real topic because there there are waitresses in comedy clubs who then start doing stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. There are girlfriends of male comics who then start doing stand-up comedy. And in both cases, they get belittled. And they get like, oh, you're just riding a bandwagon. And you're like, no, I saw something that I wanted to do. Right, right, right. And then they get to do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does. But they never did get taken seriously. It's sort of like Tony Rock. You know, poor Tony (sighs) Rock. Tony Rock's hilarious. Yeah. And there's no, I mean, that's the male equivalent, right? Yeah. I mean, the male equivalent would be the brother of somebody, a famous yeah. comic, male right. comic. Right. And it's not, but it happens to too many waitresses and, and girlfriends and bullshit. Yeah. And it's not cool. I think maybe that's not, it's a flat analogy though, but for, for oh, Hillary Tony Clinton. Rock? Oh, no, Hillary Clinton? Because I think in her time when she was coming up, like the CNN had this great article about here's the things women weren't allowed to do. They weren't allowed to go to Yale. They weren't allowed to go to Harvard. They weren't allowed to have credit card. Like all these things you can't, you up cannot conceive of up until like 60s to 70s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and so this is like Hillary's generation. This is how they were raised and this is how they came up. And so you, all that comes into Women play. Women weren't when allowed she's... to go to Yale or Harvard until like the fifties or sixties. Sixties, Columbia. R- really? Yeah, yeah. They, there was like female versions of it. Radcliffe was a female version of Harvard. Oh, I guess. right, right. Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> community <laughs> College and uh, UCLA here, guys. UCLA dropout, then community college, then give up. Go Bruins. Anyway, um, um, but so yeah, I don't know. So, so, so what she was raised when is so much different. Yeah, then I don't think I realize. That. Yeah, I, I can't because I have a lot of problems that's why with Gloria her too. Ethically, Steinem? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just and Madeline Albright and did you yeah. hear? I, I did. They all they all said sort of the same thing, which is young women don't 
like basically their opinions aren't um, as valuable because they're young <laughs> and they haven't lived through. The- it's weird. It's like comedy's changing too, yeah. and it's different from us. And sometimes I see comics on stage and they're not trying to kill, you know. And I'm like. I'm like a dog tipping her head. Like, wait, how come you're not, you know, yeah. you got a crush. That's what we do. You have, and there, it's almost like there's not that same pressure and oh. they don't give a fuck. And right, I right. kind of admire that, but I'm still horrified. And, and then I think like, how many times do I, I'm like, uh, I'm in the middle of new stuff. It's not going well. I'm like, oh, well, I, you know, I got to do well. So I'll start doing old stuff to kill. Right. right. So just to, just to end well, just to bail. And then, you know, I when I was coming up and you were coming up at the same time, everyone thought women were funny. So we always had to prove we had to we had to be the representative for our gender. Like you had to kill every fucking time you're on stage yeah. because otherwise the audience would leave and go, I told you women weren't funny. Right. So there was no there wasn't that space to sort of bomb for yeah. like twenty minutes. Like I, I I have seen a lot of really funny male comics get up you know, and just eat it and not give a fuck because they yeah. know everyone thinks they're a genius and they know they're going to get rebooked. So they don't give a shit. And I don't feel like I have the, that sort of, even I now never. I don't have that cachet where I could go up and just eat it. And it's also, I really like getting laughs too. Right. <laughs> like it's well, fun. Of course, right? So I do have that instinct as well, but, but, but it's I've also always... been drilled into you for, yes. for 20 years that you're like, no, no. The audience deserves to see the best me possible. I, I've rationalized it in different ways. Where I, Like the other night I did a set at the improv. And mm-hmm. there were a lot of young comics who went up in front of me. And there was some of that going on. Where yeah. they were kind of meandering around new material. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I wanted to work on new material. But now I feel obligated to go to the vault. Because I, I think this audience paid. And I think they deserve stand-up comedy. And they, made a, they might have booked you. Because they're like, oh, well, Jackie's a headliner. She can mop it up, whatever. Right. in front right. of her. Ma- so yeah, if maybe. these guys are going to do... you know, Maybe they know they're going to fuck around on stage. So the booker's like, right, let's put Cation at but the I, end to give them a good show. But that puts you in... You know. It was Joe DeRocha was right after me. Yeah. And he was closing. And yeah. it was, I was like... Oh, Man. they're they're going to have a good show then. They're having a perfectly good show. But yeah. I, I went up and I, and I was talking to Joe and I said... Man, I don't know if I can do my new stuff. I don't know why I said it out loud. I don't even know why I said it out loud. Because yeah. he looked at me and was like, your new stuff is going to be a lot different than the four people before you doing new stuff, Jackie. It's going to be fine. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's very flattering. And and of course he is right, just because of just the the weight of the years of stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. I can... I'm not going to go up there with absolutely nothing, right. usually. Right, and right. some of these, some of the, the younger comics were. I mean, they were just working because they don't know. Yeah. It's, you have to, there's, the only way to learn how to do stand-up comedy is to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. And so the fact that I've been doing it longer, I'm going up cold is never going up as cold as someone who's only been doing it for 10 years or five years right. or whatever, right? Yeah. So... But it is interesting that I always do I, – I bail too sometimes where I'm like – and I don't think of it as I got to prove because I'm a woman. I always think, well, these people paid or, I don't, or they, I they like deserve you, stand-up comedy. I think when I first started, I thought that. Like when I, when I first started and I was on the road, I was 
many times her first female comic anyone had ever, ever seen, seen a person. Yeah. And they tell you that when you're as it's we're like, coming into you're the a show. Unicorn. Yeah, and you really like you you are the Sally Ride. Like you are yeah. you can't fuck up. Right. You got a fucking crush. And, you know, of course the club owners have, you know, book three a year, so you, right. you know what I mean? Like there's no there's no room for you to not kill. Yes. And it does like I wonder if I if I was coming up now you know, would I be really different? Would I be more just experimental loose. or looser? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I wish I wish I was in a way just to see what as I did, a woman. Yeah, I don't. There's other part of me is like oh, I wish I'd have been a guy just to check that out. But I'd love to come up as a woman now, where there's so many female comics and it's, you know, the media. Everyone's sort of acknowledging. Yeah, women are it's really funny. funny. Yeah. So there is less. You know, I, have, you, I did flappers last night, and there were three other women on the on, on the show, right? And they were all really funny, yeah. And there was that sense of they were calmer, they yeah. were a lot calmer than yeah. I am when I go on stage, right? I have, I do have that where I'm just like, oh well, fucking, let's get some jokes out yeah. so that these people know that I'm funny, that women are funny, yes, that that. They've come to Armenians see a comedy are show. funny. Armenians are funny. You're repping fucking a lot of shit when you're exactly. up Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'm consciously you categorizing it like that, but I do know that I have that impetus. Yes. Well, at some point sure it just produce. becomes part of your, who you are as a comic now. Yeah. You know, any yeah. sort of habits you have early on, you keep doing them over and over again. Right. That's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's just ingrained. That's yeah. I don't pattern. know if I can undo it, you know, or even, cause I'm not even conscious of it 99% of the time. So I don't know what, what, what would be what the writing exercise to practice not giving a shit. <laughs> I would argue every new joke I've tried is a is an exercise in not giving a shit. I don't think so. Not at this. Not at this point. I don't think because even going in, you're like because you do have a backlog that you can save yourself. Oh like, yeah, I, yeah, I can all. Yes, I have many life rafts. Yeah, but I resent myself every time I do them. Like when I was at the punchline, you know, I. I was doing 25 minutes. It was me and me and Joe Klosik were doing 25 and then nice. some other comics were doing a little bit less. So it was okay. like, you know, a jumble, jumble yeah. show. And, you know, I was like, I don't want to do anything I've done here before. I haven't been there in a while. So, oh, right. so at the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, keep, like I'm trying to get to the light. As soon as she gives me the light, I have two minutes. I know yeah. that's that's what I'll like. That's the two minutes I'll close vault. on. Yeah. I'll close on that because it it always works, right? Right. And then I I just want to keep going and going down this one path and seeing if I can still keep most of the audience engaged. And you know it it was really fun, but it was yeah. it was really stressful. And then I I don't know. Then I saw like. You know, we, we, you ever like put all this pressure on yourself, like oh, I gotta fucking do all this new shit because these people have seen me before, you yep. know. And then, you know, it's it's for me. I'm just uh, every time I start an older joke, uh, you know, a million voices come in my head. You fucking hack, you fucking hack. <laughs> oh, but dude. then you you watch a comic that and you know the bit they're doing, and yeah. you still enjoy it, and you're still right. like, that's a great fucking bit. And that's I forgot great... I forgot about that part of it, and I still enjoy seeing it again. Right? People want to hear the hear the classics too. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. Sometimes not. You know, nobody wants to go and see the same forty five that yeah. they. I mean, I think I saw a band. 
the Strokes, I think I saw. That's mm-hmm. a band, right? Yes, yes. And they only had <laughs> one album out. And uh, so I saw... And I they ca- were also... Every song sounded like the previous song. The right. Strokes had a very specific sound. Right. And it, I saw them right after that one album. So essentially, <laughs> I saw that album on shuffle. Yeah. Oh. So, and I was like... Well, that was great. And yeah. I kind of liked it because I could sing along with every song because sure. I had that album. Yeah. But I I would have been nice to have heard a couple of new songs. Yeah. So no, but, but, so no, but even music, you don't want to hear only the hits. Right, right. I don't think anyway, right? right? I mean, I don't see a lot of live music, clearly. Well, when I saw The Pretenders, I oh, that's right. you just definitely had song. songs that I wanted. Well, it was like a year, a yeah, year over a year ago. It was just, yeah, but it was just, it wasn't that long ago. No. And did you? And so there were there were hits you wanted to hear for sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she hit them. And then the ones that we didn't know very well, it was like, ah, like you, <laughs> musicians, you do want to hear because yeah, that's like I want to hear my childhood, please. I want to hear yeah the song that at fourteen made my eyes blow up. You know, like please play Precious. Yeah. You know, and I think <laughs> it's weird because like I'm like, oh, that song's so specific to me. And then every other middle aged <laughs> woman, she starts playing Precious. We're all like, fuck. Like the whole, it was an entire generation of women going, not me, baby, I'm too precious. Fuck yeah. off. Like that was the first time I heard swearing on an album. Oh, was wow. the Pretenders. And okay. I, before that, I was listening to Sheena Easton. Okay. You know, my she baby takes some, that, that whole thing. So yep. I was like, oh. anyway, I wanted to hear a lot of that stuff. So, but like I'm going to New York next week. We have four days off from coming. Okay. Well, that's great. So I'm flying out on Thursday night. And okay. then I have, I have so far, I'm there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have 16 spots lined up so far. Oh my God. Yeah. And I, I'm so you're just going. More. Yeah. You're just there, going. It's one an hour. And you, and, and I want, part of me is like, oh, I don't have enough new stuff. I'm just there in December. I have like one new tweak on an existing joke that I like and everything else, anything else that's new, I wouldn't put in a, a 15 minute weekend set. Where are you, you know? doing sets? Um, the Stand, Stand Up New York, the uh, Broadway Comedy Club, uh, a spot at Gotham, I think, and then. Whip- Are you doing Whiplash? any of this stuff? Whiplash. Yeah. Are you doing any of this stuff in Brooklyn? All that cool, like. No, I can't go out to Brooklyn and then do go back to Manhattan in a night. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to do. Right, you'd have to Uber it. You'd have to. I'd, yeah, it's when, or, or the train. But either way, it's it's gonna take longer. I, I was just trying to get as many spots in as I could. But yeah, I'd love yeah. to. I'd love to on a different jaunt out there you know if i'm there for a week i love that you can just do that i don't know i'm i'm yeah. booked i'm booked way too fucking much to to just i i i usually go to new york in january and february yeah and this year i can't i haven't been able to figure out when to do it yeah <sighs> it's i'm i'm now i'm depressed <laughs> because well i mean i'm going i'm going out with maria this week and then wow, next week I'm here. So sweet. It's going to be sweet gigs. We're doing Portland Helium. Wow. Which uh, is that a is that a full to bring week me there? back? No, it's just a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday we're just doing one night at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City. Wow. That sounds so, great. Yeah. She has that's an ideal touring schedule that she does. Right. Well, and the thing what I like about what she chooses is she's like I want to go on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday when it isn't just hey night out on the yeah, town. Yeah, goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's comedy nerds. Yes. Saying I want to see comedy. Yeah. And so they're her all comedy. fans yeah. of her. Yeah. 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 So it's Although amazing. That's that's a different kind of pressure because now does oh, she I, she's got that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, do you repeat anything? Right. She's like people desperately want to hear that depression stuff, but she's not depressed right now. <laughs> 
She's more than welcome to stay in my house for two days. <laughs> and get back in get that suicide in place, get right back into it. That'd be you know, pretty sweet. At the punchline last weekend, too, I, you know, it's Super Bowl. So who knows if this is San Francisco or a tourist thing. Mm-hmm. But in both on both shows, the audience... Uh, was chiming in to help out like you rhetorical questions answer 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 <laughs> or you're in the rhythm of a joke where yeah. you're about to set up something and maybe you know maybe the first line or two is sort of there it's kind of obvious to pick out and then yeah. that's when you then you st- you start tagging it and then it becomes a different thing yeah you know so the audience jumps in on with their guests on the first thing wow. and it, it's almost like they want to prove how smart they are which is, I mean, I would or, like them to do it silently, but I, I love yeah. when they're smart. I really yeah. do. Or they've heard that joke. They, like, yeah, we saw you last time. We yeah. know how this one goes. Oh, my God. But it was, genu- it was, it was, I think it was more the, the other thing of them guessing out loud, you know? And it's almost like a, a game. They're sort of half painted. They're half losing themselves and half thinking about it. And I, I wonder if they're just too smart for their own good. Yeah. Sometimes and the audience is just too smart for their own good, you Both guys. shows, I said, are any single moms here tonight? Nope. Not a single. Nothing. Because you Nothing. know what? You, if you're a single mom, you can't afford to live in San Francisco anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's, all... it's a town of young, wealthy people. Yeah. Or old people who are hanging on to their rent control department. Yeah. You know? Or they bought. 67,000 years yeah. ago and when they're going to live at them till they die and then they're going to make a boatload of money for their grandkids. Then What's you'll, gonna happen? Yeah, you'll never be able to come back again. That's the other thing I'm sad about leaving the Bay Area. Like we're selling my mom's house, you know. Right. A couple things. First of all, we're going to fix it up, like okay. paint it, take out the old carpets. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was talking about earlier on and just make it because it just turned into this hoarding situation. Right. It's, it's so... Well, if depressing. somebody's seven, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and, I, and I'm like, fuck, why, you know, why couldn't my parents have lived in a house that had been painted in the last 40 years? <laughs> like, we're going to do all this work so some asshole can put a big screen TV where my dad died. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. God damn Aww. it. You know, like, that's the dream is I think as a comic, like you want to be Elvis, you want to get successful so you can take care of your family and yep. buy them stuff. And yeah. at some point you're like, ah, I didn't do that. Like I, I can take care right. of my son and myself and I can kind of take care of my mom, but I yeah. didn't do that big thing. I didn't, I, well, I wasn't able to, to be like my Elvis money. I mean, nobody has Elvis money. I mean, there's like nine couple, people, couple right? People do. Yeah, a couple people get Elvis money, but that's well, you about should it. only compare yourself to the people that make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yes, that's my rule. Definitely compare up. <laughs> Certainly yes. don't compare laterally or be grateful for every fuck. <laughs> no, <laughs> come on. Yep. It's a, you're going to New York. You have 16 sets. That's going to so be amazing, excited, man. That's awesome. And I I'm jealous them. of that. Yeah. Where you stand? Um, I have a place there. Oh, good. I I. Uh, bought an apartment in Harlem like 10 years ago. Oh, dude. Got a very cheap apartment. So I still have it. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about that later. Anyway. (laughs) uh, (laughs) And so, you know what? I went last, last year I went for 21 days and uh, to New York. It was amazing. Yeah. And I did, I felt like hundreds of sets. It was awesome. Yeah. And I stayed right off of Union Square in why am I spacing his name? He's comic, does colleges. He, I, I Elliot essentially. Chang? No, no, no. Um, 
Don't, yeah, don't guess. You're not okay. going to guess. But he's married to a musician, and they are clearly much, much more successful than myself. Yeah. Because they have an apartment, which I think that they own off of Union Square. They, they must have bought it early. Yeah, I think they bought it super early. Wow. And, and she's a very successful musician, and he's a successful college comic. Yeah. And, and does clubs as well. Buzz Sutherland? No. And uh, just yell names until uh, it is it Danny. No, it isn't. Uh, so, but the um, but I rented it. It was the she's doing Airbnb. Yeah. So I rented it for three weeks, and it was I was just in love with that neighborhood and the whole oh, New cool, York. Man. It was amazing. So that's one of the. But place- I'm not going to make it. No, I went to this year. After. I don't know. Probably maybe the summer I'll get to go back. I don't know when the f- I have to go to New York and do sets now. You have to. It's your, if you're a comic, it's it, my destiny. Your mecca. You yeah, gotta I go. Got, I got two weeks in Canada coming up with four dark days. It's going to eat every dollar. It's going to eat all of my on profit. East, east, east. I'm doing Canada Toronto and then I'm doing Montreal. Oh, you're close to New York then. I know. So I have four days in the middle mm-hmm. that I was thinking about maybe just rent a car, drive down, do some sets. Hear me out. out. You're very close to Albany, New York. Yeah. Could I give you some of my dad's ashes to spread? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm like, what? You should spread your dad's <laughs> own. It's like, it, come on, Jackie, be it's, cool. It's a certain, it's a Cajun you know, kind of thing where I'm like, I sure, I'll spread your, your fucking families. What do you need me to do? <laughs> and then my dad would be like, you don't have to really do it. You could just flush him. She won't never know. And you're like, oh, you are a charmer, pop. Anyway, because my dad, piece of goddamn work. Anyway, so. I, oh, five minutes left? Yep. Okay. Now, now I'm stumped. I was full of shit to say. <laughs> we're both dying hope you enjoy our podcast while we exactly. live exactly well you know i was i was thinking about dying you know how comics you know how comics die man and then did you know who died today or who died you, today well last night dave anderson do you know dave anderson yeah i'm i'm doing i'm doing, doing his radio show this week he's so funny he's a <coughs> he died yesterday uh 55 years old cancer really right funny yeah pancreatic cancer, cancer. yeah funny there's nicest a, guy in the world. Nicest too. guy, nice guy, and real dry, real laid back, totally unflappable on stage. And Oregon has some of the worst one nighters on earth. So he either learned it or right. he's just born I don't that know. way. He was born that way. I yeah. think. Yeah, he was not. Um, but he, um, I think, a lot of scenes have like this. Where you have great comics that don't leave the city. Yeah, they just and they raise a family and they have like as a, a pretty life. normal life. Yep. They don't drag their family down to L.A. or whatever. Yeah. You know, and he was one of those guys. And, man, he was really good and really funny. And it, he, had, he had a radio show. Yeah, was I was, like I'm was. i doing his radio yeah. show, which I, you know, he just passed away. And I feel so so sad for them. Yeah. Because I've only met him. I've met him, you know, two or three times. I, st- I worked with him at, at uh, it used to be The Last Laugh. Yeah. Do you remember that chain called The Last Laugh? It Vaguely. was run by the... Okay, I probably can't I never worked name. it. Okay. Um, Where was it out of? Uh, it went, they had two, two in San Jose. They had one in Portland, one in Seattle, and one in Phoenix. And it was, it's got to be drug money. But the, the husband, it was a husband <laughs> and wife team. Sure. They were horrible. Always, always Two horrible bags. people found each other. Yes. And, he, and their love just lit up the sky He was a, a waitress assaulter. And he actually went to prison for that, if I'm oh, not incorrect. thank God. Good and to hear it. the clubs were all sold or done away with. Now, the Portland club was taken over by Barry Cullen, who uh, called it Harvey's? Harvey's. Yeah. Okay. And so that's. The old last laugh. So I worked with Dave at the last laugh. I worked a couple couple cycles through Harvey's. Sure. 
And then um, Barry offered me 600 a headline. And that's when I stopped working there. You know, but, you know um, what Barry's thing is, is that if you, I never worked Harvey's because you have to get recommended. Right. And if you don't do well, the person who recommended you gets blackballed for a year. <laughs> He's so insane. He's crazy, Bill. Augie and Smith his, told me yeah. that he would recommend me the week that he did it. He said, just in case you choke. And I was like, do you think I'm going to choke, Augie? And he goes... I know you're not going to joke, but let me do it the week that I'm there. <laughs> um, his favorite comic was Rick Rockwell. I worked, who was, remember the first Oh, weird. Batch, was he the first Bachelor of the Hunt? The, I Want to Marry a Millionaire? Weird, he was, was the that millionaire guy. Yeah. Pat Oswalt had the greatest story about, uh, he. they lived in a condo together. And Rick they, Rockwell, well, they shared it for a week, right? Yeah, they shared. Okay. Yeah, they shared a condo for a week at some gig, and Rockwell came into Patton's uh, feature room, right? Because the yeah. feature gets the shittier room, sure. And he was like, "Your alarm, alarm clock is nicer than mine. I'm taking it." <laughs> Patton told that story, and I was like, <laughs> "Patton was like, I hope I'm never that guy. If I'm ever that guy, somebody shoot me." And <laughs> well, he's Barry Collins' favorite. Um, Thank God. Yeah. I don't know where he Everybody is. keep writing. Don't forget to keep writing out there because you might one day oh, yeah. aspire to being better than Barry Collin. Barry, what's his last name? Colin. K-O-L-I-N. There you go. I think it's, yeah. Um, hey, we should ask people if they like our podcast oh, to yeah. give us good ratings on iTunes, right? Oh, yeah. Review us on iTunes. That would be and, really cool. And give us good ratings. Helps. And email. We don't have sponsors or anything, so we're not nope. asking you to buy anything or put stamps on something. But go to at Jackie Cation or at, Lori, at any Lori sixteen. Yeah, and look and see where we're doing stand up. And um, yeah, this will drop, and you'll still have two more days, I think, or another day. Yeah, this will drop on Monday. Yep, and I'll still be in New York on Monday. Uh, I'll be doing spots on Monday night in New York. And, so, and then guess what? What the next one we do? I'm flying home Tuesday morning. I'm taking a six a.m. flight. Yep, and I have like a midnight set the night before. Oh my god! Um, and uh, then I'm working all day at Conan. I get in at nine eighteen at LAX. I'm driving right to Conan, working right. all day, and then we're doing a podcast that night. Are we doing it? Yeah, did, I think so. Oh, did we schedule it? I think so. All right. Well, it's a fascinating story, you guys. I'm so glad that we told it live on the what show. What a dick you are. You, uh, just when I think we're friends, you turn around and stab me with your shiv, that your bow and arrow you got from a... Uh, my loved one. Who knows? <laughs> I this forgot who my, it was. Thanks for filling in. It's, it's a, it's a <laughs> Hunger Games kit, man. Hunger even. Games kit. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah why don't, so it's been an hour. You want to just wrap it up? Sure. <laughs> It's it's been the Jackie and Lori show with the cheerful Lori Kilmartin. Oh, thanks. Christ on a cracker. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Now leaving nerdist.com. 